as I read the gospel reading. It is in your insert if you would like to follow along. And I guess it's up there on the video. It's Mark 10, 46 through 52. Jesus and his followers came into Jericho as Jesus, as Jesus was leaving Jericho together with his disciples and a sizable crowd. A blind beggar named Bartimus, Timaeus' son, was sitting beside the road. When he heard that Jesus of Nazareth was there, he began to shout, Jesus, son of David, show me mercy. Many scolded him, telling him to be quiet, but he shouted even louder, Son of David, show me mercy. Jesus stopped and said, Call him forward. They called the blind man. Be encouraged. Get up. He's calling you. Throwing his coat to the side, he jumped up and came to Jesus. Jesus asked him, What do you want me to do for you? The blind man said, Teacher, I want to see. Jesus said, Go. Your faith has healed you. At once he was able to see, and he began to follow Jesus on the way. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. You may be seated. There is so much good stuff in this passage of Scripture that Christy just read that I think that we will probably only scratch the surface during this next 30-minute sermon. The text is so rich in imagery that my 35-minute sermon can't possibly contain it all. So for the next 40 minutes, we will unpack this scripture, and I'm confident that after 45 minutes of my preaching, you will come to appreciate how packed full of rich meaning this passage of scripture really is. Now, I'm kidding, of course, because this shouldn't take any more than the usual 50 to 55 minutes. <laughs> Truly, this passage is indeed packed with meaning. And we'll do our best to cover it this morning, because as, as this passage opens, Jesus is on his way to Jerusalem. Not just any trip to Jerusalem, but this is the trip to Jerusalem where he will make his triumphal entry. And as he passes through Jericho, as he exits the city, a blind beggar, who Mark tells us is named Bartimaeus, when he finds out that Jesus is coming, he calls out to Jesus, Jesus Son of David, have mercy on me. Jesus, Son of David. That's a very specific title. It's a reference to the messianic lineage of Jesus. And for the Jewish people that know where the Messiah was to come from, the house of David. This is a significant title for Bartimaeus to cry out. 
It's also significant because this is one of the first ripples in the swelling of public support for the idea that Jesus was the Messiah. A wave that he would ride into Jerusalem on the back of a donkey as he made his triumphal entry just one chapter later in Mark chapter 11. So Bartimaeus cries out to Jesus for mercy. He has reached a point in his brokenness where he realizes that the situation and the circumstances of his life are beyond his ability to fix or to control. And as blind as he is physically, he's not as blind spiritually as many others because at least he has the ability to recognize where his opportunity for healing and restoration lies, that being in Jesus. And so seizing this opportunity, he cries out, Jesus, Son of David, Have mercy on me. How many of us have been there? How many of us, I wonder, have been lost in the midst of life's trials and tribulations? Have you ever been overwhelmed by the heaviness of heart that comes with this perception that the forces of evil operating in the world are coming against you day after day, time and time again. Where it seems that you don't even have the opportunity to catch your breath before the next wave of attack begins. Have you been there? Have you ever been so burdened by financial pressure or the weight of family issues or fear of health concerns either for yourself or for those that you care about? So burdened by those troubles that you finally relent in your desire to handle it all by yourself. And you throw your hands up in surrender and you cry out, Jesus, my Lord and Savior. Jesus, Son of David. Have mercy on me. If any of that sounds like where you've been, then praise God that you finally gave it all up to Him. But if, in, if you are in the midst of it now, and you haven't yet found the way to surrender it to him, then I would encourage you to pay attention to this story of the blind beggar Bartimaeus. See, in verse 48 of Mark chapter 10, it says, Many sternly ordered him to be quiet, but he cried out even more loudly, Son of David, have mercy on me. You see, there will be obstacles placed in your path as you cry out to Jesus for help. 
those powers and principalities working their chaos in your life will throw everything they can in your path. They might turn up the frequency and the intensity of their assault as you begin to relinquish control of your burdens over to the capable shoulders of your Savior Jesus. People may come against you and tell you that what you believe is foolishness. People may tell you to be quiet and stop speaking about Jesus. People might mock you and try to force you into silence. But when that occurs, we have to cry out to him even more earnestly, even greater intensity. Like blind Bartimaeus, we need to be persistent, relentless even in our cry, Son of David, have mercy on me. Now as Bartimaeus cried even more loudly, Jesus It says in Mark, stood still and said, call him here. And they called the blind man saying to him, take heart, get up. He is calling you. See, persistence and steadfast faithfulness in our cry for mercy does not go unnoticed. Jesus, our intercessor, stops and responds to us. He hears our earnest pleas and beckons us to approach Him, to draw near to Him. He might even accomplish this by sending others to our aid with help and encouragement. He uses people as instruments of His mercy. However he chooses to draw us near, the point is he is faithful to respond. And so we need to open our eyes and our hearts to receive his grace however it presents itself. We need to be actively looking. We need to take heart. We need to get up out of our misery and Receive the help that he sends. So how does Bartimaeus respond? In verse 50 it says, So throwing off his cloak, he sprang up and came to Jesus. To me, this is the most powerful imagery in the whole passage. As Bartimaeus gets up from his spot there outside the gate of Jericho, Who knows how long, how many days, how many years even he's been there. As he gets up out of that spot, he rises from years of hopelessness. As he begins to respond to Jesus' invitation to come to him, he throws off the cloak. That same cloak that he'd been wearing for those many years. He throws off the cloak of unbelief. He throws off the cloak of sickness. He throws off the cloak of depravity. He throws off the cloak of fear. He throws off the cloak of his former self and runs to the sound 
of His Savior's voice. What a sweet voice that must have been for Him. Penetrating even the noise and the chaos of the pressing crowd around Jesus. Rising above those telling Him to be quiet like a sheep hearing the voice of his shepherd Bartimaeus ran and felt his way to Jesus, right to his Savior's feet. What cloak are you wearing? What cloak are you wearing in the middle of your circumstances? Whatever it is, know that in crying out to Jesus for help, His mercy and strength can pull you up. And as you begin to rise up to meet Him, His strength will help you to throw off the heavy cloak of your burdens and enable you to follow the sound of His voice even in the middle of all the noise that surrounds your chaotic life. I know this because I've been there. When we respond to Jesus' invitation to come to Him, when we throw off our burdensome cloak, when we run and fall at the Master's feet, it is there that we hear Him say those words. What do you want me to do for you? Brothers and sisters, there are not sweeter words in our time of trouble than these. For the Son of God to say to us, What do you want me to do for you? is to us the promise of healing and of redemption and of rescue if we will just ask for the right thing. Oh, wait a minute, Pastor. What do you mean by ask the right thing? What's the right thing? Well, if we look to our example, Bartimaeus, what did he ask for? How did Bartimaeus respond to Jesus' question? What do you want me to do for you? And Bartimaeus simply said, Teacher, let me see again. Let me see again. I want to see again. as I throw off the cloak of all my life has been before, as I throw off the years of my own fallen human condition, as I crawl out from under all of that mess and I rise above it, let me see again. Let me see the life I was meant to lead. 
Let me see again the purpose you had in mind for me as the perfect image and likeness of God. Let me see myself as a child of the Most High. And let me see others as you created them to be. Lord, I just want to see again, not with human eyes, but I want to see again as you see. Oh, Jesus, just let us see again. When we respond to Jesus with the right answer, when we respond to him with the answer that honors God and that is aligned with his perfect will for us, Then he says to us, as he did to the blind beggar Bartimaeus, go, your faith has made you well. That is a promise. It's true for Bartimaeus then, it's true for you right now today, this morning, here and now. Jesus is faithful to remove the chaos from our hearts and minds When we call on Him for mercy, His grace is sure. It's not just possible, it's certain. The peace He gives does not fail. Through Him we are strengthened to rise above our circumstances and move through them with confidence and assurance and hope. As in the experience of Bartimaeus, the grace Jesus gives results in the immediate regaining of our sight, our ability to see light and hope where once was only darkness and despair. And our proper response for that amazing gift is thankfulness. And we demonstrate our gratitude by walking with him into our future. We become Christ followers, recipients of divine grace, children and therefore heirs to the kingdom of God. Oh, Jesus, let me see. Let me see. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.